Hello and welcome to episode 202 of CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. I am your luscious and smooth-voiced host, Jordan Biordi, also known as Ninja Jordan. Do you have to describe yourself as luscious every time? Yes. Okay. Otherwise, people will forget. All right. <laughs> Joining me is the ever-questioning Phil Brown. Yeah. He's like a great philosopher. I'm not luscious, though, huh? No, you're fairly luscious. Can't we all be luscious? Okay, fine. We're all luscious. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. also joining me is the extra luscious... Well, I forgot. I want to say Sam. <laughs> Sam Brown. Lisa, that's who you are. <laughs> Sam Brown. <laughs> Unfortunately. Sam. I don't know who Sam Brown is. I don't know who that is. I know Sam Fisher is from Spooner Cell. Yeah. That's, and that's about it. Yeah, that's... I don't know any Sam... Yeah. No. Sam Tuck Claus. Sure. <laughs> no. Really stretching. Really yeah, stretching. I know. That was a, that was <sighs> it's going to be a long podcast, yeah. Phil. No, we're going to do it fast. He's hosting us. We're going to mm. do it good. We're going to do it all fast. Right, all right. Fast mm. and loose. Okay. Unfortunately, Phil, uh, Cody, our other luscious person, is can't join us today. I'm going to uh, buy you a thesaurus. We're all, we're all pulling from this. This podcast is going to be all Cody all the time. So... What's, what's our favorite Cody memory? It's the opposite of uh, being all Cody all the time uh, if he's not here. Well, it? no, but the focus <laughs> of the podcast is going to be... a tribute episode? Yeah, tribute to Cody. exactly. Oh, my exactly. gosh. We need a soundtrack. So, Cody, you're so <laughs> luscious because that's <laughs> what Jordan calls you. <laughs> it's a great song, right? Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> We're call it Ode to Cody. Ode to mm. Cody. I remember the first time I met a Cody. He was sitting in the office, and I came in. And I didn't think he liked me because we both had like very similar personalities. And per- t- typically, when people have personalities, like they're very bombastic and like that, mm-hmm. they tend to clash. And for the longest time, I thought that the guy just like hated my guts. And even like after I got my contract here, I could have swore that Cody was just like, oh, it's this guy again. But no. And then like one day, he was just like, man, I'm so glad you work here. And I was like, oh, Cody. That was, that was surprisingly heartfelt. Yeah, I know. It was, it was so nice. And now I'm like teary eyed over here. Yeah, me, it's a Cody, shame he's like, not going to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he heard I was the host, he's yeah. like, ah, F this. Oh. What's your favorite Cody memory, Lisa? Uh, Great memory. What about it was you? It's good memory, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, just every day Cody's in my life is better than the last. Wait, wait. Can I say what he just said? No. Every too, day that Cody much. was in my life was better than the last. Thanks, Phil. Okay. Up top. Oh, we love you, buddy. Mm. Here's here's for you, man. Mwah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on to game news. So we got a we got a hot ticket here. Ticket icons. So, the first things first, Nintendo has come out and said that they're not going to have any presence, real presence, at E3. Mm -hmm. They are not having a a big production like they did last year, and they're not even doing a big Nintendo Direct for E3 like they did last year. But they didn't, they weren't even at E3 last year, right? Yeah, they were. They were, they were, they were there, like, on the, kind of on the show floor, but, like, they chose not to have a big uh, presentation. Instead, they just did one big digital event. They're not even doing that this year. Interesting. They're only going to showcase Zelda. That's the big thing. You go to E3, you get to play the new Zelda and that is it that's it hmm. so I mean I don't really know how to feel about that because I mean I feel like it's like it's the way it kind of goes with these kind of conventions I remember when I went to Fan Expo and um, Batman Arkham City was a big thing yeah. but yeah. like good luck trying to play it man like yeah. it was just swarmed by people all the time so I can't yeah. imagine like 
it's going to be a real easy thing to do is get an actual hands-on with this new Zelda. So. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. No, it's definitely not. The fact that they're putting all their chips in this basket is like, I don't know, man. Nintendo, what are you thinking? I think they just are going to have their own event when they're ready to have the DX and yeah. launch everything at once. It would be my guess is they don't want to have anyone steal their thunder. Yeah, I suppose. Well, like companies like that don't really need a presence at E3. No, but I feel like if they had come to E3 with some stuff about the NX, they probably could have stolen everyone else's thunder. Yeah, I don't know. Unless they're not ready for that. I don't know. I feel like they've that been, would make more sense. Yeah, I feel like they've been moving on their own for a little while now. So mm. it doesn't surprise yeah. me they don't want to play with everyone. Yeah. They're, they're stuck in their own sandbox. They, yeah. yeah. And you they better are. learn how to play with Nintendo's toys. Yeah. Mm. Which is a oh, bummer right. just because, like, there's essentially nothing slated for them to come out. So I was hoping no. they were going to announce some things. But that is a, apparently yeah, not. A, apparently the nothing will continue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we got, we got you know, all the great titles on the Wii U to keep us busy. Yeah. Well, that's my point. Federation Force coming yeah. out soon. Yeah. No? No, I think. <laughs> Lots of good stuff. I have, I have, a, I have a feeling that, uh, yeah, they're just waiting for the dust to settle from E3 and then they'll have their own event that they can get all their press for with yeah. no one else looking for, with no one else competing for attention. Same thing Disney doesn't go to Comic-Con anymore. Same deal. There's just too much. Yeah, yeah. that's what makes Create sense. Create their own thing. They get their, you know, they spend less money, get as get more attention. So how many companies is this now? On uh, not going to E3? Uh, so we've got EAs it? doing their own EA, thing. Yeah, uh, didn't Disney say they weren't Disney going? Disney says they're not going. Um, I thought uh, the guys, oh, what game were they making? The guys from like Eve or something said they weren't going to. Wargaming's War, War not going. Wargaming said they weren't going. Yeah, um, yeah there's a whole bunch of people. It makes just, sense. It's a cluster cuss. Not everyone can actually get the attention that they want if they were to do it separately. But a lot of these companies are the ones that do way better at fan conventions. They don't really need yeah. the industry I feel like anymore like, felt like for e this sort of thing. Yeah, I also feel like E3's like kind of peaked a few years That's ago. That's exactly yeah. what I was yeah. going to say. It's just kind of becoming more and more like bloated and more yeah. and more people are sort of just like steering away from it now. Yeah, like, you, yeah like and I, and I would say kudos to Nintendo for kind of almost like semi starting these like big like semi monthly like digital press conferences where yeah. it's like you don't need to have a big presence. You can just keep people updated in your own unique little way and, yeah, save a ton of money, do it on your own terms. And, mm -hmm. you know. It makes sense because there's only ever really, like, four or five things that really pop. Everything else just kind of gets lost in the white noise. Yeah, so, yeah definitely. like, why compete to be one of those when you can just be your own thing another on a slow news day and get all the attention? Yeah, yeah. Especially, when, especially with, like, the whole, like, medium sort of, like, slowly <laughs> shifting more and more towards, like, all digital, right? Mm -hmm. It just makes sense that you would have all digital, like, press events. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and it's weird, but who, who knows? Maybe we'll get to play Zelda, and it'll all be worth it in the end, and Nintendo would have done the right thing. Mm. So moving on, we got, uh, we got um, Tim Sweeney from Gears of War. Mm -hmm. Telling everyone that they should oppose the brutal dictator that is Microsoft. Oh, really? Yeah, he said some business about how like uh, Microsoft is basically trying to like like control the PC market so they can monopolize it. Yeah, and uh, I mean you can see it a lot with stuff like games for Windows 10, where yeah. they basically create their own platform and then like rigidly c try to control it, so developers mm -hmm. have like a lot of. Or not a lot of say in like how their games are distributed yeah. or like the modding scene like it just makes it a lot harder for gamers and the, developers is, to make this games. is a new thing this isn't just always what microsoft's been well <laughs> that's all i'm saying it doesn't sound like a my new question story is to me. No. what did they do to <laughs> him the all of a sudden yeah. well i don't know maybe they didn't they kick him off the team or something because gears isn't his in his hands anymore yeah it's a new team doing yeah. gears of war isn't it 
Yeah. Maybe mm. a little. Yeah. It's a little, uh, little meh. A little bitter. Yeah. A little bit. Well, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's I, it's good. I I feel like any any step in that direction is probably good because they keep getting away with making crap platforms like games for Windows. Mm. <laughs> it's so garbage. I know I'm so cheesy right now. I just got this new computer, and for some reason, I can't link my like Microsoft account to it. So it's like it's gonna like make me have to rebuy Word, and I'm so oh, cheesed off about that. Yeah. Because yeah. I've had like I had like actual like even I'm using my stupid Surface RT and I have like Microsoft Office on this like yeah there's no reason why I shouldn't have it on my brand new laptop. I want you to buy it again. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pirate it. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not. <laughs> but that's exactly. But you know, therein lies the point. That's the sentiment that people come to when you try to force all these restrictions on people. Mm -hmm. They just want to find workarounds. Like mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. It's it's stupid. It's just and it bugs me too is because you gotta have like sixty billion accounts for everything. Everything mm -hmm. is in a link to an account now. And I gotta mm -hmm. remember passwords and stuff. I'm sick of it. Mm -hmm. Sick and tired of it. Sorry, your life's so hard, Jordan. I know. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. Yeah, no I problem. appreciate it. I appreciate. It. I always got you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> my corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. What's the next news story? That's All right, the thing well, we already knew. Um, <laughs> well, no, you didn't know this because <laughs> okay. Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens oh. is going to add some story elements to flesh out some of the stuff that was kind of overlooked in the movie. Ooh, Intriguing. Nifty. So no one's really sure what they're gonna do because uh, for like what we're what we've seen so far, almost all the voice act like all the characters from the movie are signed on to do voice work mm -hmm. in the in the game, mm -hmm. and uh, apparently they said that they're gonna like expand on some of the story elements and mm -hmm. flesh out. A little bit of the stuff, like, and they like add a couple new scenes for the game to like better understand stuff that went on in. Yeah, you know what I read online? I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Sorry to cut you off. No, no I just no, want no. to say real quick, it'll be interesting to see what those are. But I think with it being Star Wars, uh, they will be rigidly controlled and they will not be allowed to add much. Probably, <laughs> you know, but you'll <laughs> just be like, you'll get to go in the cantina a little long. Yeah, yeah. Like they're going to explain who anyone's parents are or anything like that. I'm sure you knew about this. I just read this last night, and I was really fascinated. It was really fascinating how yeah. like Mark Hamill confirmed the like alternate opening for Force. Yeah, with Awakens. the hand being chopped. Yeah, yeah, that's like really cool. Although yeah, it makes yeah. me wonder. So, what is Cloud City exactly? Is it literally just a bunch of clouds? Because like, how would his hand have fallen into space? I don't know. Wouldn't it have like landed in the atmosphere. I'm not, I guess, of what? I'm not saying there's any logic to that. No, I'm just. I made me wonder. Like, how the hell did it get there well, in the I first mean, place? I guess theoretically. Um, Bespin is an entirely gaseous planet. I thought so too. So I perhaps would, it is possible to fall through the entire planet. That sort of made sense to me. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. But just, yeah. you know, I wonder if there was at any point like any sort of like atmosphere or like gravity. Because what holds all those buildings in place? There's not a lot Thrusters, of like, I'm guessing? accuracy in the Star Wars universe. Let's I'm, face I'm it. I'm just saying. Well, you know. ships don't explode out. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if we're, we're in already space, they letting do. a lot go. Yeah, no, I was, it's a bummer because they must have cut that out purely because it leaked and they didn't want to have the movie open the same way. And it's yeah. a shame because I think it would have been a great opening. And I did also, I also always felt that like um, the beginning that they went with, they did to kind of mess with people because it's the ship going across the planet. Yeah. And when you see the start of the, the head of the ship, it looks like a lightsaber. Really? Yeah, if you watch it again. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and yeah, look at that. it looks like the head of a lightsaber. And I think they did that to mess with people. So people watch it and be like, oh, there's that light. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they'll do that in the Lego uh, I think game. That because would be, I think that's one of the things that they would add. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Something like that. And it would be like a funny little throwaway to yeah. like the like physics of Lego and stuff. Yeah. So that would be cool. It's a shame because I feel like that's a great opening to that movie that got wrecked because it leaked. Yeah. 
Who I knows? Feel, I think it's very specifically what. Anyway, Hamill. Did Hamill leak it at first or no? It just got it was, leaked. It got leaked. It was on. Because um, was Neil on the hot uh, seat for a bit? First, uh, it's a website that used to be called Badass Digest. Is now called First Movies Death. And um, they, uh, yeah, and they like released that with like description of roughly how it started. And uh, Disney said this is not correct. It was. Yeah. And they changed that. <laughs> so Showed you. Real shame. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, who here's? I mean, I, I love the Lego Star Wars games too. They're I know, so, me too. so much fun. I can't wait to play it again. Me too. I'm it's really excited. It's gonna be great. And last but not least, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. I'm sure Lisa did. Nintendo. Again, we're back at the old big N. I love mm-hmm. those guys. Send me stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> send me, send me those they're Kirby gonna, amiibos. They're not gonna, they're not gonna, gonna send, send you anything. anything yeah. Why? Because. Because I gave Amiibo gonna... Festival an 8 out of 10. Okay, I'm the only one who mm. did, so send me more Amiibos. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I need to review those sweet Kirby Amiibos. Mm. Or no, the Squid Sisters. I need to review those. Give them to me, Nintendo. Anyway, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're teaming up with Vans to do a big shoe line of like like licensed Nintendo shoes. Okay. And they look really cool. Come on, Phil. You would want a c- cool like Yoshi shoes? No, I don't. Why? But do I'm you wear glad- Vans? I do. Oh, well, there you okay. go. But I don't. But I don't, you don't want Yoshi shoes? No. What about Why? Mario? What about Zelda? I don't like. Wearing, what about Bowser? I don't like stuff like that, personally. If other people want to wear colorful clothing items, expressing their what likes, about that's fine. Camouflage that's shoes that also have duck hunt. No. On them. That way you get. I absolutely would not want to no. wear that. Well, I know they're actually really ugly looking. Yeah. But the ones that actually have like lots of color and like Mario and stuff on them look really cool. What about those like pink ones that have, like Princess Peach on it? So is this sort of like a, a a to get back at all the, you know, Etsy stores that are doing this already. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, whoop de doo that's, that's, I mean, cool that they're licensed, but. They're just going to do it themselves. And yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you know, it, it's Your interesting. Stuff just sold better than they expected, so they want more. Yeah. The that's what I'm thinking. It's just, it's interesting to see, like. Hmm, T-Fury has some of our stuff. <laughs> all these websites are making money off our junk. No, it's it's interesting to see like how much they're actually like dipping their toes now into like like cross media and like cross um, yeah merchandise. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, it's a trend with a lot of different companies though. But it's it's weird that they haven't done it officially sooner because they're Nintendo. Yeah, and they're the biggest ones and they're the most like the most well recognized staple of characters. Like they could have had their own official line of like t-shirts and shoes and pants and hats like mm. in every store in well, the known world. Yeah, but wouldn't they make more money with the licensing of it anyway? But like, that's what I'm saying because yeah. they actually like cuz you may, know, they better it's a better business model to just have other people do it. There right? are licensed Nintendo like shirts now being yeah. sold in like Walmart. You can just go buy them. That's yeah. what I mean. It's it just and it's weird to me that it's like it's only been happening over the course of like the like past like Five or six years now that I started seeing demand them. Yeah. got higher. I mean, there was there were Mario shirts and stuff back in like the nineties as well. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing them, and that's yeah. like well, when there was I, always, that's there when was I, always I would have, yeah. as a kid, would have bought them mm-hmm. or would you have didn't wanted them. Shop of the right came around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Byway actually. Oh, there you, you go. Oh, uh, the Byway. Store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got my Earthworm Jim uh, action figure, oh, that's and fine. then I and then I took it to Wal- uh, to Wonderland, and I lost because the head like detached yeah, from the yeah, body. Yeah, you lost the head. The head got lost because for some reason I like, kept it in my pocket, my shorts, and I went swimming. In that's the such pool. a sad story. Yeah, I know. I lost the cap on my Ro- RoboCop action figure. Oh, like, day one, and, and that's like the it. best part of I RoboCop. Know, <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> see his face. I know. It's just this dude. It ruined the whole thing. <laughs> I just couldn't have nice things as a kid. Yeah. I just. And then I I remember yeah, I got like there there were like these like weird like. Um, like 
anatomically correct like insect figures like weird mm-hmm. like stretchy yeah. ones and I tried to like take an earthworm and put it in the body yeah, to like yeah. <laughs> but it, it wasn't great. the same work, it was yeah. not the same uh, A for effort. <laughs> just living the lie have you ever really? seen just... those like lifelike renditions of earthworm gym where it's essentially just an earthworm <laughs> in a spacesuit? was it like that is that what yeah. that was like yeah and, and I wasn't fooling myself or anybody <laughs> so whatever that's what you know yeah. Toys, man. Toys when you were a kid. Toys mm-hmm. when you were a kid. I, I, I lost so many blasters from all my like Star Wars toys too when I took them to school. Yeah. So many blasters. Mm-hmm. Especially Han Solo's one. That was yeah. the big one. It's a tiny one. Yeah, but it's got the scope on it, right? So it's like yeah, iconic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh. you just you can't just give him like a, a straight up rebel blaster. It's BS. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, your childhood sounds really oh, hard. Oh man, it was it was rough, dude. <laughs> it was rough. Don't wanna. Don't want to get too into it. Mm. If you if you need to talk, we're PTSD, here. PTSD, man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for game that's news. It. Unless you guys Woo. know anything about I games and no, news. No, but I do have movie news. You have movie news. All Let's right. do some movie so news. First up, uh, Seth Graham Smith who uh, wrote uh, *Pride and Prejudice* and *Zombies* yep. mm-hmm. and uh, all that stuff. He uh, he was going to make his directorial debut with *The Flash*, but he quit. Oh, oh yeah, and boo. that shows how troublesome things are going around those parts. If like this was this guy getting a chance not not just to make his first movie, but a first movie on like a massive scale, um, and yeah. Any reason? Any particular reason why he quit? Uh, creative differences. Oh, AKA he wanted to make a good movie, yeah, and DC wasn't having that. Yeah, I, well, I think there's a huge. <laughs> I think because um, it doesn't look like Batman versus Superman's gonna end up making a billion dollars. Nope. So I think there's like a mad panic going on because they'd sort of had it. 10-year plan, depending on Batman versus Superman being a giant, icon, instantly iconic hit. So I think everyone's panicking and freaking oh, out. I guess we're just going to have to like settle for like years and years of just breakout Marvel movies. I know, like, but the good uh, news is, bummer. the good news is they're still going to make Justice League. So they're gonna, well, they're of course they were going to. Until it really dies. <laughs> I'm not making right. it like right now. I mean, it's been, the, I feel like the horse has been dead for a while. They're just mm. kicking the horse now. I like, know. Until it's just, the, until their foot finally goes right through it. But I just, again, I love that all, this is now now, the second time a director's quit one of these Warner Brothers DC products, and when they announced that they were doing this, they said, we're going to be the filmmaker-friendly studio. We want directors to come in and have their vision. Yeah. Until, you know, until, until, until they, they actually, they actually, actually have an opinion. And <laughs> yeah. Then. yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's oh, the God. end of that. Um, I just had the worst conversation, too, with a buddy of mine who, for yeah. some reason, was trying to tell me that Batman vs. Superman was like, beyond good people get really defensive about it it's strange it's like i don't understand it's really strange and you know what if he wants to like it kudos but he waves the right to ever tell me a movie is good or bad mm. ever again <laughs> like i didn't hate it that's the thing that's what i find so weird about how polarizing it is i feel like everyone's it's either one or two extremes it's either like this is the greatest thing they're needed to be <laughs> or this is Oh, they just ruined everything. It was like being punched in the face the whole time. I don't think it's the. I think the, why can't it no, be yeah, both? I think it's both things. That's the problem. Oh, see, I don't there's know. Shit, there's stuff that worked, and and most that. Didn't. I guess I guess I really am on that other side because I didn't think anything worked, and it's like, and I'm f- all for like Come reimagining. On, those Batman things. action scenes were great. Yeah, but it took an entire friggin' movie to get there. Like, if they had put that scene, like, I thought initially when you saw the trailer of yeah, the Batman yeah. thing, like, in the middle of the movie, it's like, okay, that would have kept me engaged mm. at least until the end. But it's like, no, it's like literally everything happens That's at right. the end. I, I forgot that you think all action movies have to be structured like Mad Max. I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. I forgot. Exactly. No, because I'm sorry, but that That's was like, bad. that was like That's Oscar nominated amazing movie. Jordan, and the Road Warrior is boring. And I'm so, well, like, I'm talking like Fury Road. That was just like, but you said the Road Warrior is a boring movie. 
the and doesn't no, have enough action. You did second not road, say that. You did. You said the Road Warriors boring didn't have enough action have, when you I compared to that. Mad Max. After it is a little seeing, boring. Uh, after you see Mad Max, the Road Warriors a garbage action movie. Uh, exactly you know what? Words. I did say that. Oh. And you're insane. And, and, and it's and you're insane. Yeah. a little boring. You're insane. No, a little boring. it's not. It is. It's entertaining. It was up until Mad Max Fury Road, the most relentless and intense action movie that ever existed. I don't. I don't recall that. That's 100 percent the truth. Maybe because maybe I was just still like I was still exhausted because I just watched the first. Mad Max and like the first Mad Max no no good. man it still holds up all three together yeah no, the first Mad the Max first is good still too holds up. it's yeah. different it's a it was, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was it was bad it was yeah. just it was really boring and I thought because I thought it, I was going into a, like a hardcore action movie and it's just like it was a well, lot was of your talking a lot of jumping on the bandwagon after Fury Road I'm sorry I never saw in the, in the yeah. life that you had up until that <laughs> Fury Road is a very different Mad Max yeah. experience you know, I know that but like I, I was aware of Mad Max I just never actually watched it admittedly I still have haven't seen Rambo and I need to go home and watch it. Oh, you poor boy! But I know, I know, I know what I'm gonna get with that movie. Like I know I'm gonna be excited from so start you to finish. Say you want when you say Rambo, do you mean Rambo: First Blood Part Two or Rambo: The Fourth Movie? Because I mean, the first Rambo movie is called First Blood, and Rambo is not in the title. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you freaking a hole! <laughs> you know Just exactly saying. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fine, First Blood. Okay, wow, that's all I wanted to hear. You weren't kidding when you said you needed me as a moderator today. Oh, <laughs> that's all, oh. I, that's all I, I wanted. I love this guy, but I hate him so much. Guys, play nice. Yeah, it's no, fun. It's just fun. Um, he walked into that Rambo one. What am I going to do? And then, you know, and then, um, and then you, you, you question my thoughts about the Rue Goldberg machine and in, in in pressing my buttons. Like, you would so go okay, there. Now we're talking about stuff that, like, was off mic. That's fine. That They'll know. not relate to in any way. Google it, and you'll well, know what I'm talking about. Let's keep it to the podcast. All well, right, what's the next up. piece of news? The next piece of news this is a movie that Jordan will definitely be excited about. Ooh. Uh, Space Jam 2. Um, has found, <laughs> My boy, Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Has found, it's with Le Le LeBron James. Oh, it's LeBron. That's yeah, right. LeBron. So I thought it was Kobe. And they have, they've they got a director this week. And this one kind of bums me out because I like this guy. Um, it's Justin Lin who made uh, Fast Five and Furious Six. And well, it's going to be Star great. He's what are you talking about? Space Jam. What are you talking I'm just about? Disappointed in Justin Lin. He Come on, so many opportunities. Maybe, Plus, maybe he just cool. really liked the first Space Jam. Maybe he really wants to make Space Jam good. Yeah. If he really likes Space Jam, then I take back everything I said about enjoying him. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we all enjoyed Space Jam when we were kids. Yeah, when I was twelve, I yeah. agree. But you know what else? What I liked when I was twelve. Don't uh, say it. Eating Play-Doh. Okay. <laughs> no, I still Sand. like eating Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's I have fond memories of the fond memories I had of enjoying but Space Jam. Sand? Why sand? I, I, yeah, even why as a kid, I knew sand no, was going to be bad. I was 12. That was more of a, like a three or four years old type thing. <laughs> that, was, really that was like a week ago. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's happening whether we like it or not. Well, <laughs> uh, next up. Oh, did you guys see the picture of the new Power Rangers costume? Yeah, we did. We did a little story about that. I was waiting for you to bring it up. You know what? I, it's funny because, yeah, they look like Iron Man. I was waiting, exactly. Yeah. I was waiting for exactly. someone to say it. So I depressing. personally, but I mean, personally, I just don't give a crap. Oh, no, it's, I don't care either. This Power is Rangers. like even lower than I know we have our ongoing Ninja Turtles debate, and I don't want to open reopen that wound. But my, you know, my opinion on Ninja Turtles is just, I, I, like it as a kid, I realize I don't like it now, and I wouldn't like it anymore. But, but I watching have you Power watched Rangers, it yet? I feel extra strongly about. Like I adored Power Rangers when I was a kid. Trying to do any watching anything other than like for camp value to watch and laugh at it. That show is terrible. Oh straight yeah, straight up. So um, I don't take this as a personal affront in any way, shape, or form. I don't care. It just looks stupid. 
and it looks stupid in a new but I mean, way, and a dumb, expensive. That's way. the thing about Power Rangers that it has always been stupid since its conception. Okay, <laughs> like, I didn't see when you guys were all looking at the suits. Why are they in mech suits? They're they look like Iron Man. Why the are Red they Ranger Iron particularly because, looks like Iron because, Man? Because, yeah. because Iron Man is popular now. So oh, I got it. They're stealing. It's, yeah, it was. Oh, it, and it, the it, Pink it, Ranger is Iron Man with boobs. That's it was that cool. or Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> put them in all like extreme yeah. spandex. Yeah. yeah, it's that gritty Power Rangers reboot we've all we've been waiting for. Well, there's the fan theory floating around too that like Rita is if, was like the former Green Ranger because her armor kind of looks similar to theirs. Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. No, They're not gonna embrace Power Rangers mythology. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, they might. I appreciate they never. the imagination of whoever came up with that theory, but yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say the people who are making the biggest decisions on the Power Rangers movie are aware only of the action figures. Yeah, so I'm not too concerned. And maybe like one episode of the <laughs> yeah. of the TV not to show. The fact that it was stupid. And yeah. There's no point in paying attention to any of it. No. Although on that note, those costumes will make some really cool action figures. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh no, it's true. And if Balkan Scholar cast correctly, I'm all for it. Um, next up, um, oh, this is a fun one. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Taron Killam from uh, Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. is uh, just got a comedy greenlit that he wrote and is going to star in. It's about a group of assassins teaming up to kill the world's deadliest, easiest, and ju- e- sorry, deadliest, evilest, and jerkiest assassin who's stealing all their jobs and ruining the good name of assassins <laughs> for everyone. That sounds fun. Yeah. And that assassin is played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. That. That is amazing. Great. So now I'm totally on board. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's called Why We're Killing Gunther, and it'll also have uh, Bobby Moynihan and Kobe Smulders and Camille Nanjali. Cool. And that uh, like fun. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I, it, I've, I've been kind of desperate because it feels like with uh, Arnold, like, kind of making like a, a punch back into mm-hmm. Hollywood, he's really been sticking to like action movies, and mm. it'd be so good to see him in a comedy again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, this will be good. Although I do, I, I am, I have. A big fondness for uh, the Last Stand, which is totally a comedy. Yeah, that's I never actually comedy. saw it. Oh yeah, okay. that's like slapstick, silly action comedy. Okay, that'd it's be great cool. Stuff. It's got Johnny Knoxville in it. How serious is it gonna be? I, you know yeah, true. I mean? That's true. But yeah. he's a good, like, he's a good uh, kind of like you know, like just boilerplate stupid character to have around, like, like Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Well, sure. You can put I'm, him in a serious movie is, as the dumb guy. Yeah, but it's gonna be at least um, funny and like. Excuse no, me. Yeah. Okay. Name one. Fully serious movie with no jokes featuring Johnny Knoxville. Ninja Turtles, the reboot. He was Leonardo. Okay, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. That They 100% thought that movie was hilarious. Okay? Did they, though? Yeah, for sure they did. So gritty. For sure they did. <laughs> it's so gritty and rebooted. Mm-hmm. Number two, that hardly counts because he was cast at the last minute to try and do anything we could to save that movie. And unfortunately, people like you fell for it. Next up. I fell for anything. I hate um, that piece of... Oh, that's right. Yes. You do at least hate that. Yeah, that one's good. It's I Cody. Cody is the that one. On that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Next. Why do you think I hate all the movies that Cody hates? Because you like uh, you like Super Mario Brothers the movie. Because I acknowledge it as a stupid, silly '90s like sci-fi you action. Say that movie. you like that genuinely as a good movie, and you dislike the Road Warrior. I didn't so say, I can't whoa, trust whoa. anything Words you say. Words in my mouth. I can't trust sir. anything you say. I said I didn't like the Road Warrior. I just said it was kind of boring. Well, that's that's, that's that's pretty much the same thing. No, it's not. Sorry, it's completely ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Um, all right, next up, um, uh, Russell Crowe is currently in talks to play Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde in the Universal Monster <laughs> Movie Shared Universe, <laughs> which I'm kind of in for, which I'm kind of interested in. But here's the problem: is that uh, he would be the character would be making his debut in the Mummy movie, which is already shooting right now. Hmm. So that just goes to show, you know, how 
great they're doing in the planning stages of this film of this yeah. universe. Apparently he was their third choice. They tried to get Tom Hardy first and then Javier Bardem and they both shot him down. So now Russell Crowe gets third round. I'm not guessing. I think he would be a fun Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I just have no idea what they're planning with these universal monster actions. Yeah, movies. because they did they not like and upset me. Read the book. It's not like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, yeah, so they're but they're trying to turn it into a big, their big like comic book franchise with all the. So he's monsters. oh, so I guess he's the Hulk then, like he was in Pretty League much. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Pretty so much. I don't understand why they don't just well, remake also, that movie. Well, then also they already did Van Helsing, which was horrible, and proved that these characters don't work in an action movie context. No, but they're doing it again. Wait, you mean Dracula? No, Van Helsing. Oh, you're okay. You mean Van actually Van mean Van Helsing? Yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. Maybe because like no, no, no. I mean that no. movie. They did the movie Van Helsing that had yeah. all the Universal monster movies in it. Doctor uh, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde wasn't in it, was he? Mm, the werewolf was in it. Frankenstein was in it. But I mean, like, I'm just saying, and the vampires like, were. That in was it. them trying to do the universe yeah. of monsters as an action movie. I got you. Um, so yeah, but anyway, um, we'll see. Uh, Could be fun. Russell Crowe is a good idea. I just I have a sick feeling in my stomach about this whole thing. All right, next up. Um, uh, oh, and Punisher is going to get his own Netflix. Movie. I yes. saw that, and I was so thankful because, yeah. you know, I said it here and here and now, mm -hmm. they would be so stupid to not give him a TV show oh, and, and a movie. They yeah. should give him a movie because he is an amazing sure Punisher. they always had planned on it, yeah. And yeah, you know what? And that was my big problem with this second season was that not enough Punisher. Not yeah. nearly enough Punisher. Too much time wasted on stupid Electra. Well, you're going to get your and whole Punisher. So I, you know what? No, like, see, I want to see him like really fleshed out. Like even if they sort of like reboot it as its own thing and like do his origin story and stuff like that, like really flesh him out. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I was comfortable with the amount of. Pun I loved Punisher. No. I no, listen, listen. I was comfortable with the amount of Punisher because I knew if they did more, they wouldn't even think about doing a series for him. So seeing that little piece of him and creating just a little bit of a taste of his character. I guess. I was just like, okay, they're definitely going to be going through this. Like, and now my prayers are answered. Like, so now I'm a happy camper. You like 20 minutes of that, like, 13-episode series. Like, I'm just saying. I could have stood a little bit more. Do we even want to go into the first shot, season? Obviously. The first season's okay. Yeah. I have I have strong opinions about the first season. Really? Yeah. I when, feel like I when I only like the when I only like the bad guy in a, in a superhero movie, I'm oh, pretty God. much lost. Yeah, but he was amazing. Oh, he was amazing, mm. undeniably. But it was the best casting choice. I shouldn't in the whole show. only like. I shouldn't only like the bad guy. That's true. Right. Not necessarily true. Joker's, you know, more interesting than Batman sometimes. True, but you can like Batman. Bat like Batman. 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 <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's a circle. We like Batman. <laughs> Shout out to my people. Nice. Mm -hmm. The Germans. My I, I, my mom. Oh, your mom. I thought you were, I thought you were full. See, I'm full Italian. No, no, just, half. You can't just cut. Whoa, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. radically different. However, you can't just however, come in here saying first generation. Oh. Yeah, Is that true? I'm still more Italian. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh -huh. sorry, buddy. Uh -huh. Fine, you win. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right. Is that it, Phil? That's it? That is it. All right, Lisa. Cool. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Um, These days. Honestly, not a lot. Just, like, uh, stuff from... E3? Yeah, PAX? no, packs. Stuff from packs. Cool. Uh, I got to go through Shadow Warriors 2 again. Nice. Just take a look at the... The footage? That was fun. The B-roll? Short, I know, sorry. Brendan's giving me the off, off uh, mic thing. Warrior, not warriors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a movie with Steven Seagal. Don't be it's confused, a, kids. Don't be confused. Don't Google it um, wrong, because it, it'll I come up. I, I talked about that last weekend. Did, uh, uh, last yeah, week. Did. did I talk about, did I talk about hard, uh, 
Northwest. Hard reset Redux? Mm, uh, maybe. I don't remember if I talked about that because that game was really fun. I don't remember if you talked about it either. Same same engine Shadow, as Shadow Warrior. I might have talked about it, but um. Shadow Warriors. Really, I said Shadow Warrior. You did. Not Warriors. Pretty sure it's got an S in it. No. Oh. You and your. Now I'm confused. Just myself. because you love your Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh man. Although to be fair. That game would be awesome if How come it was he wasn't? Has he been in an Expendables yet? Is he gonna be in the next one? I no. thought he was. No, it's because he's like a notoriously difficult person to work with, and no one wants to be involved. <laughs> That's true. Um, but he he was in uh, Machete though. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is kind of the same thing. Okay. Um, okay yeah, and like, listen, I enjoy laughing at like at a Steven Seagal movie as much as anyone, but come on, he's not like talented. You know who should be in, <laughs> in an Expendables movie? Charles Bronson. He, except he's dead. Yeah. Oh, is he dead? If he were yeah. alive. Oh, I, I know. He, he died. I know. That was that was my first like. I really want to I see like, some I, death wish. I just, but I just watched some death wish. He died before had, this. I actually had no idea. Yeah. That's so sad. It was very sad. He was like fifty in Death Wish, and that came out in nineteen seventy one. Like, what? <laughs> what is he? Like, no, 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 I thought he was just playing he's old makeup. He's ageless. I thought he. <laughs> Even in death, he's ageless. No, he's Come extra on. dead. No, like, the only no, the only. The two people that would justify one more Expendables movie are, as we all know, The Rock and Nicolas Cage. Yeah. 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 Why hasn't the Cage Man been in there yet? Really? Although, really, he'll do Christian movies now. They could clearly get him. <laughs> yeah, but isn't The Rock's... Ex- <laughs> hold on, hold on. Isn't Pure The Rock's flex. Expendables yeah. just the the... the the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, basically. That's really his expense. Well, yeah, but that's what I was always what I was always hoping. Part of the twist was going to be um, was that uh, that Jason Statham uh, was secretly the same character in both movies, and he was like infiltrating oh, the Fast and Furious. Yeah. and then they cross and over. Be the Fast and the Furious versus the Expendables. That'd be yeah. amazing. Oh, one can dream. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Stop trying to make bad Batman movies and get on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of that, Jason Statham. Mm. I don't know why, mm. but. A game we gotta talk about next week is the. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but the new Hitman chapters come out. Yes. And it we'll, looks fun. We'll call Brendan Quinn up. He'll talk about yeah. it too because he loves it. Yeah. Mm. So that's on hold for next week. Wicked. Stay tuned, listeners. Woo. Woo. All right. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Oh well, you know what we we forgot to talk about. We should talk about it right now. What? Mm. You and I yesterday. Oh my god, yeah, we yeah. absolutely have to talk about oh, that. But yeah, you guys talk about more. Yeah. I just more got to watch you yeah. flail around oh, and played a little bit at the end, but holy Yeah, it was good. Crap. What was it? Well, uh first I got a Hold um, on, wait. First we actually have to talk about the fact that it was the HTC Vive. Yeah. Anyway. We went down again. I got my, my second little hands on with that. And I, I don't know if you remember how much I gushed about HTC Vive last I time do. I played I it. Do. Yeah, so first I got a little hands-on demo with uh, the the lab. It's kind of like a like portally thing that they did, where it's like a whole bunch of like little small mini games that were okay. like all packaged into one. Um, really cool. The first one I did was like a bow and arrow thing. I was like on the top of a tower, and I was like these guys were like these, these like little like aperture science silhouette guys were like Vikings storming a gate, and I had to like pick them all off. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really fun little neat things that they were like kind of like teaching me along as I was playing like there was like a little like torch beside me so I could like turn around and like light my arrow and then like Mm. fire back um you know small stupid stuff like if I twisted my hand to the side I could fire the the bow like sideways Mm. and it was just just aesthetically cool Mm -hmm. um didn't do very good at that one because you know archery's for Katniss yeah you were you were really not gamesers Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, you you tried wasn't doing very good you you, you just didn't you you weren't feeling that one but no Hawkeye but but then uh, then I did one that was like a it was like a little slingshot game that one was actually kind of neat because Mm -hmm. there was a slingshots more your speed 
Yeah. Well, no, because it was like, it was actually like, you were in like a big warehouse and this was like one gigantic like oh, I man yeah, cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're like grabbing these like orbs, like like little like aperture science orbs. So they were like all like talking and making little quips oh, and cool. stuff. And I actually identified Justin Roiland and Phil Lamar as two of the voice actors oh, who were doing fun. it. So yeah, that was yeah. really cool. Um, and it was funny too. Like there was one that was like it was like I am the beat droid, and just like beep 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 yeah, beep. Yeah. Like it was like playing music as you were like launching it. Cool. That was really funny. Um, another good one that was like kind of like a simple arcade kind of one. So you walk up to an arcade machine, and then it's like you have the controller, mm. and the controller is like your Galaga ship. So right. all these things start showing up and firing. It turns into like a bullet hell, right. and you have to physically move around this three D space, like dodging the bullets with your ship, like oh, that's controlling it with your hand. It was yeah. really cool. Um, oh, see, I would want to play that one. I, didn't, I don't know. I, you should have tried more stuff. Did the headset work okay with your glasses? Oh, yeah. Actually, I didn't wear my glasses, but oh, that's okay. the thing is that, like, because it's all, like, it's specifically made VR, you don't need it. It's all sort of, a, like, adjusted to be, like, HDMI in 2020, sort of, so. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, then I did uh, I did uh, John Wick demo, which was pointless. Oh, yeah. John pointless. Wick game? That's yeah, fine. it was just me shooting, like, cardboard cutouts as they were coming towards right. me. And, like, and I guess the guy from the movie, because, again, admittedly, I still have not watched John Wick. Oh, what are you doing? I don't know. I, I've downloaded it, and it just, like, sits in my drive, and I haven't, like, done oh, anything yet. It's a blast. Yet. Downloaded it legally. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it's just, like, you know, it's just this guy was talking, like, shoot the guys on the left, and you know, yeah. but then, oh man, all the yeah, most The guys that fun. directed uh, John Wick actually did uh, some of the action scenes in Civil War. Oh, cool. But go on. Um, yeah, and then um, then I did one that was the best one I did. Was the, it was called Space Pirate Training, yeah. and it was basically me on this like like deck uh, mm -hmm. in this futuristic landscape, and these like little orbs kept mm -hmm. coming up in waves, and I had these the two guns, these two like futuristic guns, I could change their settings, yeah, so, like yeah. single pistol, multi-shot, um, if you like draw behind your back you pull up a shield mm -hmm. you can like pull it to guns back and that was the most crazy amount of fun i've had yeah, like, it was, it was really, i was flailing yeah, really because they get like really You're intense barrel so rolling like, all over the floor yeah man because they'll they'll shoot bullets at you so if the bullets are coming at you it's like time sort of slows down a bit so you have a second to like get out of the way and dodge mm. yeah there's some and, great like, video footage of him being super neo on uh, yeah i was purposely trying to do some matrix stuff um yeah. There was I had a, I had a couple like really fun action moments where like things were showing up in front of me, but like a couple of guys flew to the side. Mm -hmm. So I like one gun shooting in front, one off to the side, and just like nailing things I wasn't even looking at. Oh, that's fun. And it was oh, it was so much. I was like going like side to side, crossing the guns and stuff. Like yeah. it, I actually played that game. My dude, my legs are sore from how much I was like yeah, yeah. kind of like dropping down like in like different action poses, but also like dodging bullets and yeah. stuff. Like it, I was basically doing squats for like twenty like like two hours. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's intense. Like it uses every ounce of the space that you're given. Yeah. Like you so much fun. I was it just you had to look around all the time. They were always coming at you. It was and, really fun. And you can quote me on this. I genuinely feel like with if like I I hope to God that they they delve deeper into it and make it something more legitimate. But even if they kind of like kept it like this, mm -hmm. this to me feels like the resurgence of like the arcade generation because these are the kind of fundamentals and the kind of like fun like uh, like things that basically involved you even like physically as a player mm. that you would only get in like the arcade like from the arcade experience mm. and like with that like basically just completely falling off the face of the earth like the HTC Vive could potentially bring it back I think kill yeah, yeah. and so it was, was a blast. Yeah, Are these all Oculus Rift? No, this is no, this, this is Vive. So this is its own like HTC partnered with Valve oh, okay. specific yeah. headset that like uses like the full motion scale and the, and the two triggers and stuff like that. Cool. Like, oh man, I cannot wait like to see where it goes. 
I'm cool. super excited. And then I played the Western Press, which was a kind of a fun, dumb game. It's like eight bit dueling, but you have like a giant list of like button commands you have to like press really fast. Mm-hmm. And that was fun until it started not being fun because I got to like the really hard modes against mm. the computers, and that was like the only play the reason that you play a single player. It's a it's a mainly multiplayer game. Yeah. The only reason you play a single player basically is to unlock characters, and when you start getting to the harder characters, like they are inhumanly fast. Like yeah. it's you're you're very aware that you are playing against a machine because yeah. like they were going down the list like before the guy even said go, and mm-hmm. it's like that kind of game. Like it does that on purpose where like it kind of waits until the last second where it shows you all the buttons <laughs> you need to press. And it's like, there's no way for you as a human to register all those buttons and start going, mm. like, before this machine figures out and calculates the algorithms and punches it all in. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, maybe if it balanced a little bit better, yeah, it would have been fun, but I feel like it's the kind of game that I need to sit down with another person and play before Yeah, but it's also, if you said it's designed to be, like, an 8-bit game, then that sounds like old-fashioned, like, unforgivable motion, uh, you know, muscle memory. Yeah, but no, because it's, it's different it's, every time. Yeah, it's, it's oh, harder okay. every time. Oh, okay, yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's a real shame, because it sounds like the concept sounds like so yeah, much yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I, I actually... I mean, this is a game they're developing, right? This could be a problem that they're yeah. working on. Yeah, oh no, you said it, mm, it came it? out. Yeah. I think, no, it's, it's out. out. Oh, it's, it's out? out. Yeah. It's out. Okay. And, which is weird, yeah. because I tried to get online, and I could not find a single, it's just every time, no games found. Right. So I don't even know if anyone's even playing it. But Did you try Force Showdown yet? No, I was going to do that over the weekend. Yeah, okay. I want to hear That's, what you think about it because okay. it's, it's, it's got I'm a really excited. cool backstory to it as well. I'm excited I, um, to play it. Yeah, I, I played a little bit of uh, Uncharted. Not much yet. I got nice. the collection yeah. over there. I'm excited to go home this weekend too and actually start like dipping my feet in the Uncharted waters. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would say though, um, like Uncharted 1 was great for its time, but like... It's, it's you, dated. If, yeah, if you get... If, if like... I mean like... If you haven't played any of them, you may still get that. Yeah, that's kick. exactly why I'm gonna but like, I'm go in. I'm just saying, like, if you feel like it's a little dull, then just jump right into two. No, no, no. I'm gonna. I'm. I, I wanted like personally. I do want to experience the whole thing. So like, and I, I'm. I'm aware it came out a l- while ago. Yeah. So I'm like not gonna like try See, to judge it yeah. too unfairly. Well, the HD helps. It looks pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. disagree with you though, because like I just jumped into it this year, like yeah. into the series, and I loved it. It, yeah. it just honestly only because of the fact that it plays like. And it plays like a, a really bad action movie. Yeah, yeah. And it just that it kept. If me it's engaged. fun and feels oh, like totally an adventure, is. it totally is. I just felt. I just feel like. Um, yeah, it's just not like yeah. as good as two or three. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, enough, I've heard. But, I mean, if you play it first, uh, then that yeah. helps. I've heard that two is is undoubtedly the best in well, three. That was, was and that was also part, and it is probably also like my experience in that mm. like the first one I played was two, and then I went back and played one. I was like, this is good, but yeah, come on oh, now. Whereas if you if you did it, it would make a big difference. I did almost anyway, forget. Anyway, Uncharted 4. Yeah, oh, no, um, no. yeah, no, I haven't played. Um, all I've done so far is just the like uh, like the first three chapters, which the, actually they didn't even play the titles until yeah. I was done the third one. So I'm a little nervous about how long it's going to take. I was just deviling <laughs> through the rest actually. of it because it was actually, there's quite a bit there. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it was it was a ton of fun, really beautiful, like incredibly yeah. beautiful to look at. And um, just even already so far, I've been so impressed by um, how many different um modes of play yeah mm-hmm. they managed to include because as much as i enjoyed uh the previous intros there was no denying in all of them at a certain point it just sort of felt like you were doing the same thing over and over again yeah and so far they've done a really good job they throw you right into up. the action too and with i the felt boat, like the like... camera i feel like the camera the ca- camera angles and the controls feel a little bit tighter and yeah it felt like they were taking by... better cues from like last of us and stuff totally. too like well, it's it the felt... same guys on this one right exactly the, yeah the person got poached to do the star wars whatever mm-hmm. secret star wars game she's working on so, um, yeah, no, thus far, I'm really into it. Um, I have to admit that um, 
when it opened up by being introduced to a brother I'd never heard of before. Yeah. I was a little bit like, Cody oh. said that too, but, yeah. and I couldn't comment that because yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he had one? I don't know. I was know. a little bit like, ugh, jeez. That's how I they mean, raise like, the stakes, right? That's the thing. I don't always, like, um, I have to admit, uh, when I play, like, games like Uncharted, like, I follow the plot enough that I know what's going on, but I'm not, like, hanging on every word. Yeah. So there mm. may have been some throwaway reference to a brother I didn't know about. I think just Cody... Felt like, it felt like soap opera. I think Cody did say that, out. like, in, in one part, he, like, offhandedly mentions that he has a brother and then yeah. kind of never goes back to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's totally possible. It just kind of... Yeah, it just fell a little bit, like I said, a little soap opery to me. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's Uncharted. Like, <laughs> yeah, Uncharted Five is gonna be an evil like, twin. Yeah, like, <laughs> sure, the story will be good and everything, but I'm not that concerned about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Cody probably, loved it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. His he he was raving on it uh, oh, yeah. about it. Oh, yeah, but so. you know what? His Cody also too, Cody also so. said that like Just Cause Three was like Game of the Year, best out of ten out of ten, and he was super wrong about that. Yeah, so. I've already I've loved it so far. We'll see how. I'm, you know, but I, I'll, I'll give Seems him. Seems to back him, it up. I'll give him some credit I, for based Uncharted on what 4, I read because it's hard to say Uncharted Four is a bad game. So even I really yeah. enjoyed it, and I've never played it before. Yeah. yeah. But I almost forgot yeah. to mention. Yeah. We gotta talk, buddy, yeah, 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 about yeah. Uh, Star Fox yeah, Zero. Yeah, yeah. You really hate it. What a pile of crap that it is was. Not a pile. Of it crap. is so it's bad. Kind of fun. I will say I no. do regret. I sh I should have given it a nine and not a nine point five. I would do. Five was way too high. I actually think I would have gone on lo as low as a five on that one. That's ridiculous. Because it's that's ridiculous. It's completely hollow. It like it's I Star Fox. What were you expecting? I was expecting a something narrative experience. Yeah, something a little about better than Star hey, Fox and let's let's try to redo Star Fox sixty four again. Like I I knew that they were trying to like like pay homage to it or it was a reimagining. But yeah. when they literally did shot for shot the intro to Star Fox sixty four, I said, Are you effing kidding me right now? Uh, no, I I'm sorry. So Bill, you're actually, I demand a little so bit. You're more. actually surprised that a Nintendo game uh, traded in nostalgia. Really? Yeah, because you know what? There's deal? a way. There's a way to like to like deal nostalgia and not just completely re remake an, a game from the ground up and say, "Hey, we did it." And it's like it doesn't even make sense because it's like they could have made a new Star Fox, a continuation of Star Fox's story, and said, "Hey, you know, 90% of our fan base here who are gonna if, if they're playing Star Fox for the first time." Probably have 3DSs, probably got Star Fox 64, and if they don't, they can go get it, and that's Star Fox 64. They didn't need to make it again. Here's here's something I gotta tell you. Um, I could give two craps about the plot development in Star well, Fox. Well, then you and I, I really differ could. greatly in what we I demand really from a video game. I don't, because know if you, I don't know if you noticed, but there basically aren't, there's no plot and characters to that. It doesn't That's really not matter. true. Star what? Fox Adventures had a whole bunch of characters oh, and plot. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, because everyone loved that. Spike, the yeah. dinosaur, oh, yeah. Crystal, well, the now girl. Now we're talking about a beloved And not oh, even, oh, See, your no. problem was that they didn't remake the crappy Star no. Fox game that no one liked. Going okay, a little, no, 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 no. With that. okay, here, no. we'll go a little fine. further. Star Fox Command on the DS, which actually like played like a Star Fox, mm. had characters, had development, had arcs, had endings that all like met different fates and stuff. There was like 12 different endings and all of them felt genuine and felt like they were the yeah, endings of different attached, storylines. Yeah, Slippy had a girlfriend. He was actually proving himself as a decent yeah. pilot. He retires and yeah, yeah. has a bunch of kids yeah, and stuff. Yeah, really connected. Yeah, to Slippy you know what? Story. Because if you like characters, if you like like certain like person from a, from a game series yeah, that you grew up with, and even just like characters that are likable, like. I don't understand what makes their plot or plights any yeah. less riveting or any less engaging than any character from like Zootopia. Right. You can just immediately go into a movie like that and like the right. characters. Let me ask you something. What, what hat are you wearing right now? Uh, a Mario hat. Mario hat. Big okay. deal. Okay. What's your um, point? Can you name a Mario game that has a memorable story? Yes. Super yeah. Mario Sunshine. 
Oh. He goes to an oh, island. Okay, okay. I'm you want to so, hear I'm the sorry. story? So, so he goes again. to an island. Yeah, no, no, I just want to confirm. Bowser Jr. kidnaps you Peach can, because can... he thinks that she's oh, really? his mother. Oh, really? Bowser Peach? No, but that's oh, the that's interesting fact, twist, that he twist. kidnaps Peach because he thinks she's his mother. Fair enough. All I want to point out is this. The two games you pointed to are two of the most despised. Of, of, of yeah, from people who are wrong because they're exactly the reason why we have crappy hollow Mario games now. Because no, because we didn't like Mario Sunshine enough. And that's the reason why when the next Star Fox comes out, it's going to be a remake of Star Fox 64 again. And that's not even the point. The, the controls were garbage. I loved it. No, it I was so it. bad. I loved it. I'm sorry. I they got were into it. So terrible. I, loved it. I you, loved it. I got into it. Like yeah. I could handle it, but that doesn't change the fact that they are garbage. Like they are so garbage. unintuitive to like the way actual like third person piloting small like tight navigation or like tight you know areas are mm -hmm. supposed to work. The fact that this the other stick like turns you but also like makes you run in that direction is stupid and is totally counterintuitive to like fast paced dodging bullets, fighting boss fight, like monsters and stuff like that. Like it was so you bad. You didn't get used to it. I got I didn't get used to it because it was terrible. And even when I did get used to it, it was still terrible and felt clunky okay. and, like, didn't work. Just to wrap things up, I just want to confirm your two major problems with Star Fox are that it didn't have the story. It's an unoriginal mess of a game with terrible controls. And not only that, that, that it's motion controls in a system that has long since abandoned motion controls. Like you can't make, you can't, Nintendo has basically said, hey, the Wii U is dead. We're in the stages of burying it. But let's shoehorn, you know, elements from a system that not only, like, elements that worked on a system 10 years ago. Like, if Star Fox Zero had come out on the Wii, fine, it would have worked. Because that's when it was like, oh, motion controls, yay. But they abandoned motion controls on the Wii U. They abandoned the actual interesting elements of like asynchronous gameplay with the gamepad on the Wii U. The Why thing. did they shoehorn it into a game they that didn't need it? This was a game where they were trying to do it. But it's too late, man. It's like, How it's it way too, too late? Because they've already got the NX coming out in a year. That doesn't have anything to do with anything. They can still put out a game that uses their controller properly. No, it. but it doesn't use the controller properly because the controller has two perfectly usable sticks that one could have controlled the camera and the aiming reticle and the other one could have controlled the ship. Done. That's why they tried to do something different, and I loved it. I thought it was really interesting. It's I found it confusing at first, and I got used interesting to it. Interesting really does not it. denote quality, I really, my friend. I really worked for me. If it really worked, worked for me, me, then you know what? If it worked for you, I'm happy. Listen, man. all I'm it's hearing so on your bad. complaints is that you the had a Star Fox terrible. game that you wanted. No. And you didn't get that specific game. I saw so the Star Fox game I totally was going to get. And it's I totally garbage. No. It didn't hit the beats that you wanted it to hit. I saw the Star Fox game I was going to get, and then I actually put my hands on the controller, and it was the worst. Well, and when I like you're, the, I mean, you're, when you're, when, when the controller itself is limiting you from having fun, I mean, aiming around with the commotion controls didn't feel good when the Wii did it. Like, it didn't. Metroid Prime felt worse because it had aiming controls. Red Steel was the only one exception, but even then, trying to, like, aim to the edge of a screen to turn the camera just doesn't feel intuitive. Especially not when you have a controller that has two perfectly Mario good Galaxy sticks on it. Great. I thought that worked really no, well. Mario Galaxy didn't need a, a camera control because it was basically more or less fixed perspectives. Right. Well... I don't know what to tell you, because I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad you, you enjoyed enjoy it. it. I'm, enjoy I'm it. so glad you enjoyed Everything it. Everything you described didn't bother me. Well, so, unfortunately, there's not much of a debate You are here. a man of a discerning tastes, but okay. i got to tell you, I mean, I feel like most of the world is on my side about this. 
Because when you look when you look fine. at when you look at aggregations, you are like the only guy. I mean, I guess that's fair because I'm fine. the only guy who gave Amiibo Festival a good score. Oh, yeah. So in, there's something we can both connect yeah, on. In, Maybe in, we yeah, both just in, like terrible games. And in Nazi Germany, everyone was really into one cause, <laughs> and eventually they all learned the error of their ways. <laughs> so that's fine. But I will tell oh, you this God. for the future, Jordan. Um, if there are GameCube games that are despised that you really cling to. I wouldn't expect them to be repeating those. I would like to actually go back and play Star Fox Assault because I never got a chance to play that one, and I would <laughs> love to see how it was because that one did, I think, exactly what this Star Fox should have done and taken Fox out of the ship. If they wanted to focus so much on, like, trying to put you in, like, tight environments, like, they could have done stuff from Battlefront 2 where you, like, fly yourself into a ship, get out, and you're actually Fox on the ground, like, fist-fighting enemies, pulling out your blaster, like, mm -hmm. using the reflector or whatever, like... And I, I feel like Star Fox Assault kind of got there, but I never really played it all that much, so yeah. I, I don't really know. I'd love to go back and check it out. Fair enough. Well, anyway, I'm, I probably like it too much. That's you definitely probably the, like that's it. probably the problem. You definitely like it too little. I feel like you're just doing this so like Nintendo sends you a bunch of amiibos. And that's the reason. No, I'm not. You're the one begging for amiibos. <laughs> well, then, you know. You literally did that <laughs> earlier in this very podcast. Why are they drilling now? What is know. this? I don't know. They're trying, to, they're trying to break through the ceiling to tell you how wrong you are about <laughs> Star Fox. That's the reason. It's fine by me. <laughs> it's intriguing that you picked the one week Cody isn't here to attack me about Star Fox. Well, I would have attacked you regardless. Out. I would have attacked you regardless because I attacked him too. He's wrong. You're both wrong. Majority rules is all I'm saying. Yeah, and the majority of the internet and the world says that I am in the right. Look at the scores, man. I didn't, have the, the didn't have the highest score. Yeah, you do actually do. No, I don't. Yeah, you there do. was a 9.6. There was a 9.6? Slow down, so Speed there you Racer. Go. So there you go. <laughs> Whoa, that guy was a little too generous. <laughs> All I'm saying. Yeah, I do. I, I, you know, I think part of the reason, I, I, I should have given it a 9 or maybe even 8.5. I think part of the reason I got so overzealous but in giving it a 9.5 is it had been so long since maybe, I played yeah. a game that I really enjoyed. That I was just like, oh right, I forgot. I like games. <laughs> I really do. I really do like games, Maybe, and I think yeah. that was part of it. Because um, I had spent a lot of time. It had been like it wasn't like the last two games I played that I really got into and really enjoyed were like uh, Until Dark and Batman. Until Dark? You mean Until Dawn? Until Dawn. Sorry, Until Dawn and Batman, and that was like four or five months ago at this point. Yeah. So I basically had just not been playing video games for a while well, or like trying something and being like, ugh. I don't have that problem. So I uh, I think that was probably... Because I had just a bit of that finished playing on. like Hyperlight Drifter and Enter the Gungeon and all these like really awesome, tightly controlled games. And mm -hmm. just like I saw something like this and I'm like, you know what? No, nah, man. Nintendo, oh, you gotta do better great. than this. Controls were great. They were so bad. I played it with a variety and of I, people. And I'll I really it. tried to actually like limit my use of the motion controls to yeah. just, just to try to like... Just to try to defend the argument that like that the motion controls weren't that bad, like yeah. to see, okay, you know what, you don't need to turn them on. You can play the game with them, but it's yeah. like, no, they really force you to use them, and they're so bad. I liked it. That was interesting. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Phil. I did. I'm glad you liked it. I did. It changed Let's... things up. I was able to uh, get bosses I never could have gotten before. Like what? Like the like the seven times you got to fight that exact same core of a ship. Or, you know, the fight with Star Wolf where you can just not even use the motion controls and still fight them. You know, the 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 giant gorilla guy that you really don't need to use the motion controls for. Or those those intuitive puzzle-solving moments where you just have to walk up to a screen and that's it. You're not going to break me down on this, Jordan. And the, the gyrocopter it. that just grinded the fast-paced, you know, fast pace of Star Fox to a massive halt. I thought that level was intense. I hated the that. lava and everything. No, because what lava... Yeah, we had to go underground. 
No, I'm talking about the one where you're like stealthing around. And even when Star Fox 64 did it, it was still more fun because you were in your R wing and it was fast paced. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Sorry, buddy. It's okay, man. You're allowed to it enjoy bad like games. It's, okay. it's fine. Hey, yelled, I enjoyed it. Yelled at me for like ten minutes. I just, I enjoyed the Super Mario Brothers movie. You're allowed to enjoy this. I mean, it's the Super totally Mario fine. Brothers is embarrassing. It's, it's, it's the same thing, man. And so is it this. It's not the same and thing. So is this, no, man. No, it's not. It really is. Hey guys, I'm back. What did I miss? <laughs> it, it isn't. Like, the worst people got on it would be like seventy, which was no, still good. No, people went lower than that. Well, there's yeah. a lot of like a lot of fives, a lot of fours. Yeah, a bunch of really over anxious, stupid people. Like I feel like I uh, I really understand what they where they're coming from with a lot of these problems. It it really exists. Well, it's not Mario Sunshine. What are you gonna do? All right, moving no on. No game is. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So what have you seen, Phil? Yeah, I Tell saw, us. I saw Marvel Civil War, <gasps> which I liked quite a bit. Oh yeah. Quite a bit. Tell yes, us about it. Um, In the wacky world of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like we all know the setup by this point. Yeah. Um, uh, and what I liked about it is they did a really good job. Because by the Russo brothers again, who did uh, Captain America: Winter mm-hmm. Soldier, which I adore. That was uh, so good. Quite a bit. And uh, what I liked about this is it, they sort of it start because I, I remember them saying constantly in interviews that no, 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 this really is a sequel to Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, a sequel to Winter Soldier. And I'd be like, yeah, but Captain America's fighting Iron Man. Like it's going to be different. But actually, for the first, they did a really good job of sort of transitioning from the first hour. Really does feel like that same kind of like espionage, sort of on the ground superhero, high intensity um, action uh, with some really good physical action scenes. Um, the like it opens with uh, mission gone wrong with the Avengers, and it feels very much like a secret agent mission, mm-hmm. like a, you know, Avengers punch him up. And then uh, they sort of do a really good job sort of expanding upon and uh, sort of wrapping up the Winter Soldier plotline. And then through that concept comes the Civil War story that turns into the superhero brawl. And as the movie goes on, it gets sort of like bigger and comic bookier. And I was really impressed that they pulled it off. I um, I was surprised because I just sort of assumed as much as I like Winter Soldier, this would be a different thing. But it really does feel like Combo of the Two, and I really like that. Um, uh, yeah, more than anything else, the... Um, yeah, like the big superhero fight from the trailer and everything is yeah. crazy good, really crazy I'm good. Really excited I'm to see impressed. it. Very impressed. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go back and see it in IMAX on Saturday nice. because that action scene was all shot on IMAX. Oh, film, so it's really? Build a screen, which I adore. Yeah. Um, so I got to go do that again. So that, yeah, and that was, and it was one of those moments where, like, um, yeah, like where I just can't believe that I reached a point where, like, not only did someone make a movie like that, but it's like the most expensive movie yeah. that exists, so they could do whatever they wanted. The Russos, yeah, did a really great job with that. Um, and then, yeah, new characters. Uh, Black Panther is yep. set up very well. He's got it. Uh, Chadwick Bowsman um, came up with a really kind of interesting re- regal approach. Oh, cool. Um, to him, sort of out of costume and then in costume, he really moves around. With, like, you know, he actually, <clears throat> you know, it's interesting. Thor aside, uh, the Marvel characters up to this point aren't really super. Not ma- they aren't really superheroes in the like super powered sense. Yeah, it's all like you know robots or monsters and whatnot. And uh, uh, Black Panther really feels like you know a super powered kind of mythical creature in a really fun, interesting way. Um, so yeah, he's great. And actually, I was surprised how central he is to the story. And they actually sort of set him up a little bit. There's a bit of a sort of mini origin before they get into the cool. proper origin that we'll get in the next one. And uh, yeah, and I feel like the way it comes together by the end of this, it really sets up that story well and I can't wait to see it and then of course Spider-Man is there I was about um, to say do they do any more like superheroes beyond the ones that really just show up in the poster like no everyone that you know about okay there. yeah and that that's a bit of a bummer because I was really cool hoping everyone except for Thor and Hulk really yeah 
But I was just hoping like maybe we would see a couple like others that we weren't expecting to see. Oh, a surprise and, one. Yeah, well, and then you, you know, good luck doing that anymore. Yeah, because because like I was holding out hope. Um, and I know this was probably weird to say, but like I was actually holding out hope that like even like Daredevil would show up. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? nothing like that. However, like I will say too. there is one thing in the battle that technically, if you know your Marvel history, is a different character. Technically. Based on um, namesake. I think I know that. what you're talking about, but yeah. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that. So there is that, and that is a great moment. But anyway, um, yeah, Tom Holden's, Holden's Spider-Man is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Really kind of... He's not in it that much. Basically get like... Uh, uh, scene with uh, Tony Stark, and then he's in the big battle. Um, but they set him up fairly well. They go out of their way not to say his origin, which I thought was a funny Good. approach to make clear that they're not going to be doing that nonsense again. And it was just a, it was just a great way. A, like he actually looks like a kid, which adds a lot. And he has a kind of yeah a certain dorky innocence to him. And then when he's fly, when he was flying around the battle, he was spitting out one liners that were actually funny and done in a way. That works for Spider-Man in that it was always it wasn't like uh, Andrew Garfield, which I had problems with because it just felt like he was being a snarky jerk, and I yeah. kind of like dislike Spider-Man more as a result of that. This feels like because he's so unprepared, it's almost like a self-defense mechanism. Yeah, and also because he's so like, oh my God, there's Captain America, there's all these. He's this fanning is amazing. out a little bit. Yeah, so it was a really clever approach, really fun, and just the way they use him in the fights and everything yeah. are the best Spider-Man thing. I feel I like that's a, something. Raimi. It's like an underrated thing about Tobey Maguire because Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man made a lot of like really bad quips he did but it was fights, but and it worked oh yeah it did i think part of the reason why people don't like that as much these days is because marvel's become more snarky and sam raimi has a very different kind of like uh campy sense of sensibility yeah there's a lot of like you're supposed to laugh at it and i don't think that makes people uncomfortable now they hmm. like their cues uh, yeah. they don't like stuff to be like yeah. like corny and and deliberately so well, there's that, like irony to what he does that i enjoy and his his spider-man's quips just became inconsistent as the movies went on so it was just yeah. true but he was like losing yeah. like control of those movies as they kind of yeah, yeah, the, and, yeah and, that, that and really it's just matters. the third one we're talking about yeah. the first two are great but, um, well, first one's got problems, too, but that's neither here but nor no. there right now. Anyway, uh, yeah, this Spider-Man's <laughs> fantastic, and it's great to see him in there. And, um, yeah, and then that action scene's so gigantic, they, like, can't top it so they don't bother. And the sort of final fight that you've seen a little bit of in the trailer with uh, Captain America and Iron Man, that sort of, it's very much an Empire Strikes Back kind of thing where it's there's an emotional core to it. Oh, that's really that, cool. That's more that's, about that. Now, That's really good, um, too. Yeah, and it, it worked really well, and I really enjoyed all that. Now, that all being said, it's like it's not perfect. Like, it is... A lot of people complain about the fact that the Marvel movies follow the Marvel formula. I don't really understand. No, because that's the thing. Is that, like, none of the Marvel movies are really perfect, but yeah. they all work within oh, no, themselves, and that, they're enjoyable. I mean, I just mean, like, people are complaining, oh, it's just Marvel again, which, like, I understand why... I guess I understand where they're coming from, but I feel like I don't get what the obsession is with that. Like, I feel like they're accurately representing Marvel comics. That's what Marvel Mm -hmm. always felt like. And uh, so, like, to say that the problem is that it feels too much like a Marvel movie, I think it's just like, well, what do you want? It wasn't, it wasn't serious yeah. and somber <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah, they yeah. need to go see Batman versus Superman Silly, is yeah. the problem. And then also, um, you know, uh, there is a combination of it um, feeling like, because this is a chapter in an ongoing story, there is, like, there's not quite the level of catharsis one would want for a movie that has that 
big of emotional pull. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they can only do so much. They still have to leave the world in a place where there can be more Marvel movies. So there is part of that where like, you know, if you're going to have these two people face off, um, like, I don't know. I feel like there are more dramatic ways to end it than they did. Yeah. I, it's, it's tricky because I can't really talk no, about no, the specifics I think at I know this what point. You're talking about. But like, because um, they, they kind of like, didn't they already kind of like flat out say that they weren't doing the ending from the comics, which also makes sense because like, yeah, like did oh yeah, Chris they, Evans already sign on yeah, to no, it's for Infinity uh, ba War? Basically just the concept they took from Civil War. Okay. Other than that, it's, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. And that, um, I mean, anyone who's seen Marvel's 20 year plan knows that like, yeah, they're yeah. not going to do stuff because they need these characters to show yeah. up in other movies. So there's an element to that. Um, but again, that just to me feels like a, like accurate representation of comic book storytelling. Like that's how sure. it, like you have these big events and then at the end, some things are changed, but ultimately it's still the Marvel universe, right? So that stuff doesn't bother me. More, but more than anything else, what I really liked about it is, so yeah, it, like it is, if there are pro if you have problems with Marvel movies, this is certainly not gonna fix them in any way, shape or form. And it's not, and while there are like sort of vague, um, there's some vague political commentary involved, it's certainly not even as focused on Winter Soldier, which even then it's not like they were making a point, it was just sort of plucking elements. So it is a pure entertainment thing. So, you know, if people are bothered by Marvel, this isn't gonna win anyone over. But more than anything else, what I really enjoyed about it is that, um, you know, it took, it's a movie that can only exist after the like eight years and 12 movies you need to set it up. Like they make no concessions to explain anything. Good. You dive in in the middle of the story. Uh, all, and it's just sort of picking up all these characters and all these plot lines and pushing them all forward and leaving them off. And it's, and I, I, I really like that. And like, it really does feel like reading a yeah. comic book now. And I think there's something to be said for the fact that they've had this grand long form like cinematic storytelling experiment that no one's sure. really ever tried to do anything like this before and the fact they're still able to push it and this feels like a major event uh comic yeah. in a way that others haven't i found really impressive and yeah it's just more than anything else just a ton of fun good and good that's times great that's what you want from a yeah. superhero movie <laughs> good times and i yeah i i highly recommend it um, just with this very small caveat that no one like go expecting it to be anything other than what it's going to be. Like, you know what to get, you're going to get from a Marvel movie now. And if yeah. you're tired of that, then just stop going. Sure. Yeah. Go see Batman and Superman. <laughs> yeah. Theaters. Yeah. And it's certainly, it's interesting that how similar they are, um, because it's all, you know, rooted in collateral damage, rooted in setting two characters off against each other. And this one really works in all the ways. This that one this one didn't. somehow has like drama yeah. and it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that being said, I'm sure all the people that are irrationally supportive of, of Batman vs Superman and are angry at people for not liking it will hate. Marvel oh, you just didn't War. get it, Phil. That's the problem. Well, you didn't get did all you, the somber did you tones. Read, like, I forget who it was. There was like a thing a week ago. One like YouTuber who reviews trailers tried to float this theory that a conspiracy against. Warner Brothers in DC that Marvel was paying off film critics to like give Batman v Superman bad reviews and give Marvel and give Captain America. So that's why you're reviews. wearing a solid gold yeah. suit and a top hat, yeah, yeah. Phil. And like it actually got traction and people actually believed it. And I was just like, are you people nuts? Like they don't care. That, that never oh, happens. God. So like, <laughs> it's just weird to me as well because even when I was like, even just back in my comic book nerd days, I always like just bothered me that people felt you had to pick a team and you could only like Marvel or DC and you couldn't like both and that like one negates the possibility of the other being good. 
I hate that we've reached the point that that's made it to these movies. It's such nonsense. <laughs> like, who cares? Oh, you know, I, when I, I go to Baskin and Robbins, I don't get the same flavor every time. Yeah. That's the and beauty you get yelled at for not getting chocolate. Yeah, you either pick a chocolate or vanilla. You can't have both. I just hate. It's just I can't believe that schoolyard nonsense has made it into here. But I yeah. If that, anything, it's, it's just proof that they are doing the comics right. That it has prevailed. Like, mm. what a joke, honestly. Mm. So I don't silly. Know. But anyway, Civil War. Go see it. It's great. She I'm going again. Um, I did, but like not ones that were, we were talking about to our audience. Well, we got a couple minutes. Uh, Go for it. No, it's okay. I, I, personally, I want to know. No. Because that way I know what, what movies to avoid. No, it's okay. No? Yeah. It's good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. All right <laughs> that's it. Thanks, Phil. That's, that's it for that. That's it for this so, week. I guess that's it for. Well, uh, is there anything else I can recommend that I watch this week? Um, I got nothing. No, that's it. Civil War. I can't was, think of it. I don't watch anything either. Anything else? Well, the problem is like there's like any like anything coming out this week is it's totally overshadowed. Well, yeah. Basically. So no one's gonna bother. So like I saw a couple like. <laughs> Yeah, like they're just the release company. Like I actually, there were two movies that were supposed to come Phil, out. Phil, you can't week. keep talking about these movies, and yeah. now I gotta know. I know. Just tell well, me. No, I was just gonna say, like there were two other movies that were supposed to come out this week that I was gonna watch this week to review, and then like the release, uh, the companies releasing them were just like, we yeah, are not doing it this week anymore. Uh, another probably time. wise. So like the two I saw um, were like the like the Meddler, it's called with Susan Sarandon, that's okay. got an overbearing mother. Like it was good for was what it is, but I'm not going to talk about it here because who cares? No one who's listening to this is going to care yeah, about whether or not the meddlers any Well, good. you might have some. <laughs> no, it, they it, just it, didn't it care about totally Civil War good. at all. It's just not. I, if you like are really anxious to find out what VR tech, where VR technology is going, you don't care about a movie about an overbearing mother. It's just that simple. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So, so there's no point in me getting into it aside from saying, yeah, totally fine. Okay. Um, but totally fine. and then I saw another like French thriller called Disorder. That, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just not even really worth getting. Wasn't into. wasn't Civil War standard? That no, they set your bar for the week. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, it was just you know what it was. It was it, it was about a uh, soldier who came back uh, from uh, from from combat with uh, PTSD, and he starts working as a bodyguard, and he's uh, protecting this really rich family, and because he both a has hearing loss and b PTSD, uh, he keeps like thinking he's hearing and seeing things. Um, when he and he can't tell if there oh, is real threat to his family or not, <laughs> and like it was really really good when it was that it was really interesting because you really couldn't quite tell. It was shot in a really kind of fun sort of kind uh, kind of jittery handheld way, falling mm-hmm. around where it's like this really Which evocative really sound design worked, where you right? keep like trying to look around the corner and see what you're seeing. And then at a certain point, it turned out he was right, and then it just turned into a home invasion movie. Oh, and it was stupid. fine. It was fine. It was well done, but it was just like, well, I don't care anymore. Yeah, because like everything that interested me in better. this is yeah is now officially over. Oh, so uh, like it it's in, in terms of like just generic thrillers is good. It's just it's a shame that it started so well and then kind of. Well, there you go. Pissed away. There you go, guys. There you go. Aren't you glad? Yeah. Because drag that that out of me. When you don't get seats for Civil War, now you'll know that the meddler is okay. And Mm -hmm. the the other one that you just said that I forget the name of because I wasn't really paying attention was just, you know, it's whatever. not very good. Well, I can't talk about, um, there is actually one movie that was like shockingly good um, that I wouldn't have guessed from its concept, which is the the new one with, um, like a week ago, uh, a week or two ago with... uh, Sally Field, called Hello, My Name is Doris. She plays this sad, like, spinster-type uh, woman who uh, spent her um, 
Uh, basically, yeah. Like, spe- like she's in her early 60s. She spent her entire adult life caring for her mother, who recently died. Now the mother's dead, and she doesn't really have anything to do. They lived in a house where they just hoarded and filled the whole thing up with crap. And she worked in this like nonsense office job. Didn't know, it didn't really get to know anyone because she just lived this incredibly weird insular life. But she still dresses like it's the early '60s because all her clothes are from then. Huh. And um, then she's like going to work one day, and she gets trapped in in the elevator with this uh, new hunky dude who's working Ooh. in the office. And she instantly becomes obsessed with him and starts having these really like cheesy romantic novel fantasies about him. And then she starts like stalking him basically, and follows him to an electronic uh, music. music this sounds concert. like it's turning into a horror movie. And uh, when she gets there, because she's dressed wearing all her like vintage early '60s crazy woman clothes, all the hipsters there think she's appropriated them from junk stores and think she's an amazing like fashion icon. And she starts hanging out with them and getting really popular. Um, and then the like guy did not paying, go where I was thinking. And then he was the guy going. starts paying attention to her as well because Holy all of a sudden she's appearing on album covers and stuff. And then obviously things end very poorly from there because that can't last forever. Um, so it's really really funny and then kind of really sad and tragic and so it feels fantastic in it. And it's directed by uh, Michael Showalter, who was in Stella and hmm. wrote and starred in Wet Hot American Summer yeah. and uh, things like. So it has. It's interesting because I always really liked him as a writer and a filmmaker, but I found like he was like. It, his tone is so ironic and so rooted in kind of like parodying and mocking storytelling conventions that I can only ever get so emotionally invested. Like, Wet Out American Center is an incredibly funny movie, but I don't like relate to it in yeah. any way, you know what I mean? So it can only like work in a certain, in like a laugh, laugh, funny only way. This one has a lot of that with their fantasies and everything, but actually he like took it to a very real place and a really relatable place. And I felt like it was kind of a big step forward for him. And I'm really interested to see what else he does from here now that he's not just pure irony all the time. And uh, yeah, it's really, really funny, really sweet. And um, yeah, because it's a movie about a 60 year old woman, I don't think most people that aren't also middle-aged to elderly women want to go see it. But I honestly like highly recommend it. Hmm. Um, Particularly the, it's uh, mockery of hipster culture is incredible and dead on. <laughs> and uh, Michael Showalter's Good. been doing that since before it was cool, ironically enough. And um, <laughs> he's very, very good at it. And this one really kind of really nails it. And I do feel like um, the audience that would appreciate that wouldn't normally go to see this. So I encourage people to check it out because it's actually really quite charming and wonderful right on mm-hmm. so, so there you go oh there we go now we're all going to see civil war but now you know stuff that you could maybe go see otherwise yeah. so i mean now when uh when when hello my name is doris shows up on netflix people will know to watch it yeah so there you go you yeah. did good phil you Thank did you. you did your your magazine proud i try mm-hmm. i really do well that's all for us here at cgm's pixels and ink if you want to check out more stuff from us you can find us at cgmagonline.com we do articles and stuff like that we are a news place you can check us out on facebook facebook.com slash comics gaming magazine you can check us out on youtube subscribe to our youtube watch us do lots of fun videos and all kinds of wacky shenanigans uh you know just just search cg mag online it'll come up we're also on, what is it, Magster? We got an app. You can check us out. You get a little uh, digital copy of the magazine. We are giving away free copies of three free three-month subscription to the magazine. You tweet at us. Tweet at any one of us, at that Phil Brown, at Lisa Awesome, or at Ninja Jordan underscore. We will send you a code for a free three-month subscription. You know you want it. We got good content. 
Yes, we had we a guy who owns a restaurant across the street say our magazine was really good. He particularly liked the, the page quality. He said it was really well put together. So yep. think about that. I mean, now that, that doesn't and it's, translate. it's highly credible because he makes great burgers. Oh, God. Does oh he? My he, God. Uses like, he uses like 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 pork, like back fat and stuff like in, oh. like in the burger. Oh, so good. So good. I love his burgers. Yeah. And, you know. Other stuff uh, about him too, his personality. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a really good guy. He's a good guy. Shout Jake. out. Shout out. Shout out to Jake at the Jake. Tuck Shop. You know we, we you know we love you. Come bring us free burgers. <laughs> uh, what else are we on? Uh, we're on um, Google Plus. Did I say that? I'll yeah. say it again. Google Plus. Google.com slash plus Twitter. plus sign Twitter. CG Mag Online. We're at Twitter. I'm getting there, Lisa. Jesus. Twitter. 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 Tweet. At CG Mag Online. I think I said all of our Twitters, but I'll say them again. I'm Ninja Jordan underscore Phil. At that Phil Brown. Lisa. At Lisa Awesome. And that's about it. Unless you want to check me out on YouTube at Ninja Reviews. You can do that too. That's cool. I do stuff. I promote the magazine there too. So you look at me weird looks over there, Brendan. But I, you know, I'm helping you out. Anyway, from all of us here, CG Mag, signing off. Goodbye.